Nick Lossie, thanks a million for coming into Zeus. No problem. It's been, a, it's been a good few days for you. Yeah, yeah, I was, um, yeah, I've been chilling out the last few days since uh, since the marathon on Sunday, but uh, yeah, no, I'm happy with, happy with how Sunday went, and um, yeah, it's been a good good uh, good buzz since, and a lot of uh, a lot of media exposure and a lot of you know people around saying well done to me, and I suppose it's uh, the exposure Dublin gets kind of gets your your face around uh, around Dublin and stuff. So yeah, no, I've been been happy. Yeah, obviously your first Dublin marathon, kind of people from the outside looking in would have said you made it look easy, but this would have been kind of years in the making because obviously between London and sorry. Uh, Rio, London, and then Berlin over the last couple of years. You yeah. just it just hasn't fit in your schedule. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Um, I moved up to the marathon in twenty fifteen. So since then, I was supposed to focus on the major championships. So I qualified for Rio in twenty sixteen, the Olympics, then uh, London World Champs last year, Berlin this year, as I said. So they fall generally in yeah. August. So it's kind of been so too close to run Dublin afterwards. But this year. I said after Berlin, if I recover okay, I'd give Dublin a crack because obviously the hometown and it's something I really wanted to do. And so I'm, I'm glad I glad I gave it a crack. Yeah. And yeah, as you mentioned, Berlin there, the Europeans, just 11 weeks kind of in between the mm. two of them. Yeah, how were you kind of feeling or in between those? Because it was a good performance in Berlin. Y- yeah, like 22nd Ber- or sorry, 18th. Yeah, so Berlin, Berlin was a tough enough day. It was warm and you know it was proper championship race and um, yeah, I was. I'd hoped to go a little bit better there, but still it was happy. Top 20 was great to crack. Um, so yeah, since then, and it was a short build-up, I took a couple of weeks downtime afterwards, and then I got stuck stuck into the training for Dublin. But to be honest, I think when you've already had a marathon build-up, you don't need to have a massive one afterwards because you know, you're know you getting the benefits from the previous. So sometimes I think marathon build-ups can nearly be too long. Mm-hmm. You're kind of prolonging the whole thing. And I've been going non-stop through the year, but I suppose for Dublin now, I didn't need to kill myself in training in the last few weeks but I got some good solid weeks in I ran a few road races around the place and yeah I think it, it fell nicely time wise but um, I could feel now even that I'm you know fatigued after two back to back marathons so I take a bit of downtime now is, but uh, thankfully it worked well and you know the body body held up good for it yeah for an Irish athlete though Dublin is different isn't it it's the whole expectation of it the home crowd yeah exactly yeah like I've I suppose since I was young, I've gone in and watched Dublin. My father is a runner, he ran when, since I was very young, so I've always gone in and supported. And I suppose the last few years, seeing the, seeing the kind of the way it's grown so yeah. much, um, the pop popularity of it, I was kind of, God, jeez, I'd love to get in there and get stuck in, in into the, the racing side of it. So, yeah, it was a different feeling to any of the previous marathons. You know, like the World Championships in London was great because there were so many Irish. It did feel like a home mm. race nearly. But Dublin had that extra special feel because obviously being from Dublin and um, knowing the streets and knowing the city so well, so it was uh, yeah, it was an, an added buzz. You know, it's probably still only kind of looking back on it now because you know when you're racing in on the day, it's hard to kind of take it all in. But yeah. now I'm kind of looking back at different moments of the race and you can kind of say, oh, you know, that was that was great running up through the Phoenix Park or through all the different areas like say out by Inchy Core and all these places, all the little pockets of crowds was yeah. great. So you know. Yeah, is that kind of something that you'd naturally do? Just you get to savour it a bit more in the days afterwards, because as you say, it's a bit of a whirlwind. That, that yeah, exactly. Itself. Because obviously, beforehand, you know, you're resting up and trying to get in focus for the race, and then the morning, you're a bit that bit nervous. Always, like it's a good thing to have some nerves, but in the race, obviously, you're trying to keep the concentration and focus, and everything's just about trying to get to the end, really. So, I think afterwards, then you can kind of look back, and you know, it's it's in your it's in your head what you've gone through, and. Even looking back at some of the footage I saw on the, on the, the live stream, just to see 
sections of it, you know, but it's, it's, it's good to be able to recap it and then obviously all the family out supporting me and all the crowds, like in my club, Rohini Shamrocks, all the people around because I've been coaching the last few days. I do coaching and I was up this morning with some of my, uh, in St. Anne's Park, quite local, so a lot of Rohini people and they were like, oh, we saw you at this point, that point. So I was like, oh yeah, geez, I think I heard you at this, yeah. you know, so it comes back then, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that no, was great buzz, really yeah. good. The race itself, 2.15.58, just shy of your, your PB, fastest Irish man in 19 years. Yeah. You look back on it now and you know you say there, you're, you're kind of remembering bits of it. Was it, there's no such thing as a perfect race, but it, it went very well for you. Yeah, exactly, you said it there. there I think in the marathon it's very hard to, for everything to go 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, going into it, I thought my main aim was to just get stuck in and race at the front. Um, obviously, it's the Irish Championship as well, and I hadn't won a national marathon championship, so that was something I really wanted. But going in, I was, you know, I saw that there was some strong internationals, the Africans who came over and that. Um, but I said I want to try and get in the mix as best I can. So I got stuck into it early on, um, and then I did go through some rough patches um, around halfway. I had some kind of stomach problems, I did have to stop. Okay. So that might have knocked a bit of my time, but yeah. I had to kind of, you know, take a pit stop, as they say, but I got going again. Um, but that's the marathon, you know, nothing's ever 100%. So yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it went well. I finished strong, which was a good thing, because in some of my marathons, I have faltered a bit towards the mm. end. But that's just the, the nature of the event, but I think it was a good sign moving forward that I had a good bit of strength towards the end, so hopefully I can build on that. Yeah. Did you get to save that finish into, into Marion Square because you kind of had it wrapped up the, the National yeah. Marathon Championship at that stage, first yeah. Irishman home. It was a kind of a clench of the fist. People would have yeah, saw yeah. the photos after. Yeah, so yeah. you get to kind of enjoy Yeah, that. no, it was. not it, it was a nice track because I know about the stretch in. It, it yeah. is a, it, it's long, you know, even though you're thinking, oh, geez, there's only a mile to go. But at that stage, you just kind of want to get there. But it was, I suppose, I did have the opportunity to kind of enjoy the crowds coming through. Um, and it was only really when I got to the 26 mile mark when you have the point two that I could see the clock yeah. and I said oh, I'll be, be close to you know high 215 or sub 216 so I kind of had to give it one final stretch to to get under the 216 because um, I, I suppose I hadn't really focused on the watch too much throughout the race that was the difference with this it was just pure racing okay. um, so it was nice then that it was a good strong strong time um, not a PB, but I, w I was I was happy with the performance. You yeah, know? I mean, you touched on the crowds there, and obviously it's a it's a big part of Dublin, and for the amateur runner getting to run through places as you said, Castleknock, Milltown, all these places yeah, where yeah. there's crowds ten deep or whatever, yeah. it's a huge buzz and something I never experienced. You obviously run all around the world, you're used to the crowds, but mm. how much of an advantage does that give you when you hear from the crowd every second step, yeah. go on Mick or go on Ireland or go on Rohini, like yeah, how no, much does that give you? It is brilliant, yeah. It's um, like, as I said, London World Champs last year, we'd so many Irish over, it nearly felt like a hometown race and that was that was incredible as well. But um, yeah, in Dublin this year, it was just the whole way around, you know, and there were, there's a little points where it's quiet as well, which yeah. is nice, because you get a kind of, you know, a little breather nearly, but then you come into, a, uh, you know, some of the little areas around the Sedinci Core, um, Rimna all up around there, Ratgar, um, Castleknock, all these places, um, and just the roars and the crowds, and you hear your name, and it's like, yeah, it, it really spurs you on, and it's, it's great that people are taking interest, and you, you kind of realise, geez, a lot of people know who you are and stuff, and they're cheering you, and then, you know, you hear the club name being shouted, which is always great, Rohini Shamrocks, and yeah, no, it, 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 is, it is a great, uh, 
great help in the race, especially when you're tiring and stuff, you know, and sometimes you see familiar faces as well on the course, family or friends or, you know, people in the club or anyone from the athletic scene and kind of gives you a little bit of a, a boost, you know, just to, to spurs you on, so to speak. So, yeah, really yeah. good. We'll maybe we'll get into maybe your plans for next year later on and, and mm. maybe touch on if you're going to run Dublin again. I know it's a long way. I think yeah. registration opened for it today. Yeah, so I heard it's already filling up yeah, quick, apparently. Um, yeah. Which just shows you. But just maybe looking back on this year as a whole, because people will be quite familiar with your story of qualifying for Rio and, and mm. suffering, mm. Um, not things maybe not going the way you, you would have liked in Rio, suffering yeah. from illness and that type of thing. How, how has this year been in, to, in general for you? Because obviously this is a great finish. Yeah, no, this, it's been quite a strong year. I, this time last year, I, I had a slight injury which knocked me out of the cross-country season. Um, I was out of action for a month or so, which is, isn't much in the scheme of things. But for myself, I've been so lucky with injuries that it actually maybe it was a, a welcome break for me. It gave my body mm. a chance to recover. So I ran Seville in February, so that was the first um, major event. And yeah, I ran, I ran a PB. It was 2.14.55. So I had hoped to go a bit quicker, but I was happy to run a PB. Um, my plan was you know, to go out. I went out in the first half quite hard. I faltered a bit, so like there was, I knew there was more work to be done, but I was happy to, to get my time down. Um, and then obviously we had the European Championships in the summer in Berlin. That was, again, I kind of aimed for a high. I wanted to get close to the top 10. I went for it, I took a few risks, suffered a halfway with some cramps as well, whether it was the heat or what, mm. I don't know. Still managed to finish 18th, I came through the field. So it was, it was a solid performance. And then Dublin to round off the, the three marathons of the year was obviously it was I was delighted to to get the national title and to finish finish high up in the field. So yeah, no, it's been a good solid year, and I've had some some of the shorter distances have run quite solid as well. I got a national silver in the on the ten thousand on the track. Um, so it's I like to stay in touch with all the like the, the shorter events as well down to well. I did run a 5k, but that was maybe a little too short for me. But um, in general, yeah, it's been a solid year. And yeah, I feel I can push forward now, you know, but it's a, it's a fine line, you know, you, you take it as it comes because yeah. injuries are, aren't that far away. You just have to kind of take it as, as, as go with the flow of it. And, you know, you have to have the hunger to keep, keep pushing on. But as I said, a little break now will do me good to mentally and physically recharge. Yeah, I remember you saying previously, maybe in your early days, you know, early 20s, that you did run in more of, you know, out of enjoyment rather than something that you could really focus on mm -hmm. and go for it. That mindset or that shift kind of in attitudes has obviously helped you in, in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like in my early 20s, I was, you know, running was, was a big part of my life, I was making Irish cross-country yeah. teams and I did maybe just lose a bit of interest for a few okay. years and, you know, drifted away from the sport slightly without ever leaving it totally. I yeah. was always running, um, you know, and looking back, it probably done me good. It gave me a fresh lease of life when I did get back into it. And I suppose it gave me a new kind of hunger to really to really go for it because I probably was half-hearted a lot of the time at some of my, my running in them days. So it kind of gave me a new drive and focus to kind of fulfill as much as I can out of the sport. And, the main thing is enjoying it as well and you know having that hunger to keep pushing on and which I which I do thankfully and as I said I've been very lucky with injuries um, but the last few years I've, I've you know I've made good progressions and I feel especially in the marathon the more you build your endurance you can keep going you know you can can keep improving so I definitely feel I have another please who knows but another yeah. few years where I can keep pushing forward in the marathon and try and progress my times and 
hopefully some some good championship performances. Yeah, we might touch on, on Tokyo next, but Dick Cooper, obviously your coach, yeah, yeah. just an added kind of satisfaction yeah. maybe on, on Sunday, obviously three-time winner, you know, real winner of the National Marathon Championships in 1980, Absolutely, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of a nice little... Yeah, you know, like Dick, Dick is obviously, he's been a legend associated with the Dublin Marathon. He's won it three times, so um, Dick has been a great help with me since since my mid-teens, you know, and he's always been there to help me along. Um, his knowledge of the, of the Marathon event in particular is, is fantastic as well. And we've both kind of gotten to know each other so well that we we work well together. We've got a kind of balance where we feed off, you know, ideas off each other. So it's a two-way kind of system. But his guidance has been has been brilliant. I probably I wouldn't wouldn't be where I was without Dick's help. So, and it's um, you know it's great to have him there helping me out along the way. Yeah, and you're coaching now a bit as well. Yeah, no, I've the last year and a half or so I've kind of tried to get involved in coaching. I've set up my own coaching business. So yeah, no, it's moving moving forward well. I do. I do some local stuff in Rohini, um, some group training sessions. I do a bit of online coaching with people, um, and I also do corporate kind of lunchtime coaching with some of the companies. We'd be down in Irish Town Stadium okay. at lunchtime. There's some of the big companies down around Grand Canal and that. So it's great, yeah, no, and enjoying it. Um, and so there's always a few other bits and pieces, but it's a nice balance at the moment with my own training, and um, it's nice to be helping people. Is great as well, you know. And, had some people running on Sunday in the marathon, and you know they ran they ran well, and it's, I get a great buzz out yeah. of that as well to see people improving. So yeah, it's enjoyable. How, how do you kind of work that? Because obviously you're running at an elite level, and you know you're, you're dealing with amateur athletes, yeah, yeah. so you kind of have to 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 get to their level almost to help them out as well, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose yeah. Like the way I like, to, especially with the people I'm helping one to one, I like to make sure that I'm giving them the time that they deserve. Um, so yeah, I have to I suppose know about them and you know know what times they're hoping to run and it's you know I can I can relate some of my own stuff yeah. but I, I obviously have to make sure you have the balance that these people you know are working full time and their families or whatever and you have to make sure that you're not overdoing it with mm -hmm. them and that so it's I tend to keep it quite flexible with them and you know a lot of it's just simplifying the training back down to you know the bread and butter stuff of distance running um, because I think things have got a bit complicated at times there's so much information so much technology gadgets and they're just trying to bring it back to the simplicity of a lot of it's about consistency mm. and you know moving forward and you know like um mixing training up and keeping it fresh so yeah no i as myself i'm learning as i go so it's 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 an ongoing thing but hopefully i'll keep improving on that side of things as well yeah, yeah. and for yourself obviously you as you say you're trying to kind of progress into 2019 so where do you find those kind of to that extra edge to knock off a couple of minutes off your time because as you said you know marathon running is all about building up that yeah. endurance is, is that kind of the key now just that experience of it um yeah like each marathon i've done i've learned something from it yeah. um you know some of them don't go as well that's the nature of it you're not always going to have a top marathon so you have to take something from the the ones that don't go as well and i suppose the nature of the marathon is it's a patient game it's not like some of the shorter distances where you can just go out every few weeks and run one because if you really want to get your best performance you have to it's all about the preparation mm. and the build-up so yeah I think the, the build-up of endurance and I suppose um, experience with the marathon has given me more confidence of the event and um, there's new things in training I can try there's old things you can go back to as well but um, yeah I think confidence is a big thing and believing because I, I feel in myself that I know I've more in there to knock more time you know a minute or two off and um, my time which I'd really I'd love to crack down to that next level 
Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few things I could work on, you know, there's all aspects, even diet, rest, all the things that, you know, I always say I'll do, but I can always do them better, you know, so there's, mm. these are the things that, you know, you can just do, do that bit extra the next time, you know, and change things up, try new things as well, but, um, yeah, and confidence, I think, is, is a big thing as well, moving forward and just having the belief in myself that I can reach that next kind of level. Yeah. You've obviously had a few days off since Sunday, but when you do get back into kind of the thick of training again, what would kind of be your general workload per week? Like, I mean, marathon training is obviously different, as you say, yeah. shorter distances. Well, like in, I suppose, in a marathon build-up, dependency, I do tend to race a lot. Yeah. Like I like to race over 10K, half marathon, mm. so my workload will drop a bit when I'm racing, so I freshen up a bit. But my highest mileage would be just maybe over 100, sometimes 100 miles a week. But I'm kind of consistently around the 90 mark, and then I'd have the odd key week where I'll hit over 100, but then it might drop down to 70, 80 if I'm racing or whatever. So I think it's more the consistency over the year. I suppose if I look back at my diary or something, I could probably see that I've been really consistent through all the months, which I think is important. But also having them periods of rest, a few down weeks here and there. And sometimes the racing can actually allow me to recover a bit as well at the same time because I'm not churning out loads of miles. So, But it does vary, you know, I wouldn't be exactly the same every week and I probably wouldn't run as many miles as some of the marathon runners. It is something maybe I could try and up my, mar my workload, but it's a fine line as well yeah. with that because you can, if you overstep the mark mm -hmm. then you come into fatigue or injury. So it's about getting the balance, which is you're always tampering with to see how much you can push it. But um, yeah, like it's, the consistency, I think, has been the key the yeah. last few years. And 2019, will you, you throw yourself into a cross-country season in the winter, or how are you kind of looking at that? Yeah, so see, the national cross-country is now in three and a half weeks, okay. and that's the trials for the Europe, European cross-country, which I would normally be my one of my big focuses yeah. of the year. Um, this year, I suppose, I, I will plan to run it now. I'll be going into it off, off my break, really, so look, it's hard to know what will happen, but. Mm. Um, I'll just get in and give it, give it a lash, as they say. And cross country after that, there won't be a whole lot. There'll be more a few road races, and I'd probably look at a spring marathon. Haven't decided where yet, but um, hoping to run, you know, a fast time somewhere. But we'll see. The World Championships are in Doha next October, which is an interesting one. Um, it's it's it's, it's going to be a different type of marathon. Yeah. Apparently, it's at midnight, so okay. it's going to be very hot. Like it's. I'd never like to turn down an, an opportunity to, to wear the Irish vest, so that could be on the agenda. Also then, that Dublin is around that yeah. time next year, so yeah. we'd have to see what the plans are. But I think the main focus then, once we get into next year, the Olympic window opens for Tokyo mm. 2020, so a lot of my planning will be to try and make sure that I get my qualification for that, which will be tough, but um, that would be the, the main aim. But. I, Spring marathon would be the next big goal, let's yeah. say, to try and run a fast time, hopefully. Yeah, you mentioned before we came on air that having run and won the national championships in Dublin this year, it'd be, it'd be difficult to, to not be involved That's again next yeah, year. Yeah, I think the buzz of it, you know, when it starts coming around again, I'd, I'd really like to be, I suppose, maybe a chance of winning the marathon outright, you know, get in the mix. So um, we'll have to see, like Doha, as I said, it's... You know, as I said, I don't like to turn down an international yeah. vest either, but we'll have to see how things pan out, and I'll sit down with Dick, my coach, and we'll we'll plan to see what the best best plan best 
plan moving forward is but tend not to look too far ahead either that's the thing so um, just take take it as it comes. Yeah, I suppose finally Tokyo, obviously as you say, will, will come on the horizon fairly mm. quickly. You are an Olympian already, Rio. Form and fitness kind of just escaped you in Rio itself, didn't go as well as you mm. would have liked, but you've kind of, I know since then you've said that you've kind of redeemed yourself in performances in London and Berlin yeah. and even Dublin now. Yeah. You're in a different mindset, presumably now heading into this kind of second half of this Olympic cycle. Yeah, definitely, yeah, like Rio, Rio was a great experience, you know, being yeah. at the Olympics and everything. Unfortunately, I probably went over a little bit burnt out slightly, yeah. you know, but it was hard. It was hard. It was a long qualification sure. process for it. And um, I just had a few unfortunate things with blisters and sickness and whatever. But I, I finished it out and obviously I was a bit disappointed, but I recovered from it. I switched off afterwards and kind of regrouped and got back into it. Um, but yeah, no, this time, I'd, you know, I'd be, I'd be raring to go and obviously I'd want to you know, make this, if, if I get to the Olympics, it'd be nice to put in a really strong performance. And I think Tokyo and J Japan is, marathon running is massive over there. Like it's really big. So it could be an amazing Olympics to be at. Um, so yeah, no, that'll be, I'll be really looking forward to trying to, trying to seal a place there. But there's a lot of good lads, you know, in the marathon as well. So it won't be, it won't be easy either, you know, but I'll be confident that I can hopefully get myself on the on the plane there. Yeah, a lot of miles between now and then, as you said, yeah. kind of a lot of variables as well, the qualification exactly, process. Exactly, yeah, there's loads of things, yeah. health, injury, you know, so you just have to take it as it comes. Sure. Before we finish up, you were nominated for the Athletics Ireland Endurance Athlete of the Year this week. Be a nice finish to, to what has, as you say, been a strong year. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I was, I think, I was nominated twice before, so it's always great to be nominated. Um, there's some other strong guys, Kevin Seward's had a great year, and there's two of the Alex Wright and Brendan Boyce, the Walker. Yeah. So you know it'll be, it'll be good. To, um, it's good four good athletes there. So um, it'll be nice to be. Um, who knows what will happen at that? But as I said, being nominated is, is nice in the first place. So yeah, no, I look forward to that yeah. at the end of the month. Maybe a final word on Sunday. That would be, you know, I think you got married during the summer as well. Yeah. But will Sunday be kind of the defining, <laughs> defining memory of 2018 for you? Oh well, I think I mentioned the, the the wedding to my wife Crona in the summer, so that probably top it. But yeah. uh, Dublin wasn't wasn't far behind. Crona was out there, yeah. helped me with my drinks. She got the two spots on the course, so I mean she was part of the part of the day as well, and so was my father and all that, and, and Dick, my coach. So it was a team team effort, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it will live long in the memory going forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was great. So hopefully, hopefully I'll come back and do Dublin again. Brilliant, me. Congratulations thanks, again. Nice thanks, Mike. 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 Than